0: Christian, 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 Christian. Christian. Christian O'Connell. The Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Whether you grew up in the 80s, 90s or whatever, I think sometimes you had friends and you'd go around uh, their house after school and it was very clear in the things that they had, the lifestyle they had, the objects they had, that their parents had more money than your parents, growing up in the eighties for me, right? Uh, Mum and Dad, working class people. They worked really hard. Mum was a nurse, and Dad worked in a car factory. My f- my friends I didn't know at the time was something called middle class. But whenever I went around their houses, it was like going into a different world. First one was uh, all I had for cereal in the morning, and I thought I was living like a king anyway, was wheat bix. Oh, me too. Yeah? every morning wheat bix. Yeah. I always had a tiny little sprinkling of sugar. Do you ever do that when Mum and Dad weren't uh, looking? No, I I ha- could only have sugar when I was at my nan's house. Do you know what? we should do a <laughs> phone in about what would your nan and what would your nan let you? Do? Always nan, my nan ran a very my Irish nan again out very loose with the rules. Oh yeah, she oh at Christmas the when on. I used to go round to see a uh, at Christmas time and that would let me have even as a teenager just a little nip of sherry from her drinks cabinet. <laughs> right, and she would always go with a wink. Don't tell your mum and dad about this. Remember sugar cubes? Nan y- would yes. you say, "Let me eat sugar yeah, cubes like them. they are a packet of chips." Yes. <laughs> How do we know who have type 2 diabetes? So, anyway, yeah, um, my friends, though, they had something called muesli. And I was like, what is this? You have, oh, Don't you have wheat bricks? And they were like, oh, God, no, we have muesli. And I was like, well, and the other thing was. It's about the phone in the 80s and fighting over the phone because it was like tethered to the land. Mm. It was actually called a landline. You know, to speak to people back in the 80s, our voices went through a line into <laughs> dirt <"Duh"> and <laughs> mud, right? <laughs> and then up a line into their house and into their ears. Through a, it was called the landline. And you, you would have lots of arguments. If you had a girlfriend thing anything, your sister might be fighting on the phone, chat to her mate. She's like, get off. Mum, tell it's my turn. And then your mum wants to speak to one of her sisters. You'll be fighting about that one Phone in the house. However, friends of mine had the C, the cordless phone, and I was like, "This is amazing! You can move it around Go wherever you. you want with the phone." Yeah, the phone goes with you. This is unbelievable. So this morning, I want to. You, you would have known this growing up. There were clear signs. What were the clear signs? that your friends' parents had more money than yours. What was rich to you? When you went round theirs, there was just something different. What was it? Jack, what was it for you? A clear sign that my friends' parents had more money was when I went to the footy with my friends, their parents would let us buy the food at the football. <laughs> All right, you have to turn up with stuff. <laughs> whereas every time my dad took us, we had to pack our sandwiches beforehand because the bucket of chips is too <laughs> expensive. The <laughs> Christian O'Connell Show podcast. All right, let's go to uh, Kylie. Good morning. Good morning. How did you, Kylie? How did you know that your friend's parents had more money than yours? Uh, my friend's father had a mobile phone or a phone in the car in his Statesman back in the day. Wow, I remember the first lethal weapon movie, right? There's a baddie <laughs> who's like rich beyond money. The way they show this opening scene, he's driving along on a car phone. And I'm thinking, wow! That guy's <laughs> a rich old baddie. He's got a car phone. A car phone is something I only ever saw in movies. Yeah, yeah it was just like yeah. you're never going to... But your friend actually had one there. It was yeah. the size of a suitcase. Yes, it was massive. It was like a brick. That's it. And I think you had to have an, an aerial, right, on the roof. <laughs> um, yes, in East statesman Statesman, yeah. the aerial and the, and the brick phone. Yep. Wow. And were you ever allowed to use it? Make a call. No, I just wanted to go in the car. Yeah, just to but see I think it. Pick us up just, just to, to, to warm your and hands in the glow of this, te- this <laughs> spaceman technology. Can he call Mars? <laughs> That's a great one, Kylie. Thank you very much Thank for sharing. You. Have a good day. You too, bye. Tracy. Hi, good morning, Christian and team. Um, my, I had to wear jeans from Venture, which is a store no longer in existence and everyone at my school got to wear East Coast jeans. Uh, They had a padlock on the side. (laughs) And um, my mother refused to pay twenty dollars for a pair of designer <laughs> jeans. Oh, this is this is amazing. Yeah, the uh, the cheaper jeans. Yeah, I had as well. Yeah, you had your friends in Hugo Boss, and you had someone like Hugo Tosson. You know, yeah. no, no Armani. It was Giorgio Fellini and some of those <laughs> market rip-off ones, and they, they weren't even nice to wear. They like hurt in the wrong places. I like left hard in them, and they were uncomfortable. And the yes. East Coast jeans yeah. were like cut to your body, yeah, and they yeah. were just so cool, and they had the block on the side yeah it was all about that padlock and also your friends knew didn't they they would sometimes just pull up your jumper and go "Ah, he's got cheap jeans exactly Yes. Come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I used to steal padlocks of other people and put them on your jeans to pretend that they were East Coast. (laughs) Uh, Tracy, we'll send you a prize. That is a uh, great uh, memory. Thank you very much. We'll give you a $100 pancake parlour voucher. Thank you very much. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, guys. It's come straight from the 80s. It was some prizes left over from the old gold (laughs) station in 1986. (laughs) (laughs) Tracy, thanks for your call. Let's go to who we got here? Heath, Heath, yes. Haith. good morning, Christian. Heath, Heath, welcome to the show. How did you know your parents had uh, your friends' parents had more money than yours? In 1976, I went to my neighbour's house and they had a colour television. Woo! Yeah, it's a big deal, wasn't it? Going from black it and white to a... colour. Oh, it was. It was a piece of furniture. Dual speakers. <laughs> Filled up half the lounge room, and we were all astounded that we'd watch. We were watching the football in colour. Yeah, I bet. I bet that must have been amazing. And you're right; it was a piece of furniture. It had that, that sort of fake wood around the surround of it all, and it was huge at the back as well. Its backside. Yes, it took three people to lift it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's that just a weigh about eight hundred kilos, heavier than a car. <laughs> and also, did you have to? Someone would have to be told to go and change the channel. You'd have to leave a chair and almost punch. Those sort of big old levers to change between the two channels you had back then. Yes, we're yes, we we're we ma- manually turning them on and off, and actually yeah. turning a dial yeah. to the yeah. And we only had two channels. Yeah. And then you had to when you got the TV, you had to actually tune it in. And then, so remember of, that. Yeah, yeah, you remember that tuning in? It was just like going through space frequencies <laughs> to find the TV oh. chat. There they are. We can contact them. TV's there in our front room. For a while, I remember as kids, we just didn't have Channel 10 because we could never tune that's, it in. <laughs> we just lived without it. The Christian O'Connell Show. Oh, yeah. Podcast. Oh.